Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry feathered or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Hello and welcome listeners to episode 94 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast with too much talking to pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Ander and I'm joined by the man who it has been revealed by Royal Insiders by sending a signed copy of his book, How to Tell Your Dog You're Pregnant, was the catalyst for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle wanting to con- conscientiously uncouple from the royal family. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you going? Wow, you... You're blaming exclusive. You're blaming me for Megxit. No, just yeah, just your book. My book for yes. Megxit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meg Megxit out done. Fantastic. It's your book. Yeah, how's that? It could be. You got to write that on your Amazon reviews. It was signed. Maybe that did cause a rift. A big rift. Yeah, because they because they got a cat version as well, and William didn't get a cat version. Wow. And there was the rift. So that was the irreconcilable differences. Yeah, I, I think so. Oh, gee, the, me- the Megxit. Are they calling it the new Brexit? Yeah. It. Um, the Sun newspaper in England is pretty ordinary a vast majority oh, of the time. Yeah. But I tell you what, they do come up with some very good headline puns. Yes. You know, very good headline puns. You know, um, and Megxit was one that I got. That's actually pretty tight. They've done well, haven't they? That's pretty tight. Yeah. That one. I mean, it's, it was right there. It's right there for the taking. But, it is. Um, sometimes, even if it's right there for the taking, Lewis, you've got to take it. It's not something we would have noticed though. It took us a while. I would have missed it, missed it for yeah. all the love in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, good, mate. You're back. I, I am back. back with. I'm loving. Yes, we're back with the intros. Love it, mate. It's I, good. I, I sat down. I worked hard. I came up with it, and I thought, what? What's topical? And I thought, I know. Lewis bombarding the Royals. Yeah. with uh, with copies. That's of his good. Books. And we, we've we've had a, a lot of uh, a lot of emails from listeners saying they love the intro, mate. Oh, really? It's back. Fantastic. Yeah, since last week. Yeah. A lot of emails, social media comments. Was that just but Willow still trying to get you to answer his question? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he texted me back, though. Oh, did he? Straight yeah. away. Straight away? He doesn't... No, it's not... Gee whiz, I still want to go no. and see the movies. Go to the movies with him. He's not getting back to me. Really? Frozen 2? Frozen 2, absolutely. Have, yeah. you, have you seen it? I have, and... There are some lessons there. No, really? In, in Frozen 2, mate. Yes. Because well, I haven't seen it. The kids have gone and seen it, but I, right. I, I, I had to work. For an um, animal lover. For an animal lover. Yeah. So, so I've missed it. Tell me, what are the lessons? Because the kids didn't tell me about the lessons that they learned well, lessons, from the Frozen 2. Well, the things I've learned are very educational on animals. Did you have to animals. let it go? Well, no. Number one. Yes. And one, the closest relative of the elephant is the rock hy- hyrax, mate. The, ro- the rock hyrax, <laughs> yes. Yes, we talked about this, didn't we? Yes, yeah. It's not the, a treatment for cold sores. No, no, no. We thought we, we, you don't you don't rub a, a rocks, of ir- rocks of hyrax on your lips when you feel the tingle. You use actuals of hyrax. Yes. But no, I learned. So first one. Just for it, just that, 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 that's for anyone that was happening to be listening into the fifteen minutes that we were uh, ambling on before we actually were recording. Off air, the yeah. thirteen things you don't know about <laughs> elephants, wasn't it? Ah, trying looking for content. We're yeah. always getting the gold for you guys. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So yeah, frozen two uh, turtles can breathe through their bum. Nice, number one. Real? That is, was that number one. is that true? Is that an? It has that to an be. Elsa it was truth? on Frozen two. Wow, I'm pretty sure it might have been Olaf. Olaf, yeah. Well, Olaf he, he, he is a talking snowman. So if he says he, he speaks only the truth. Build a snowman. See, I know all the songs from the first one, but I haven't heard any from the second. And the, the kids have been doing the... Ah, 
that. No. Oh, don't do it very well. No. Yeah, that's my kids. Yeah, it's like really? the, it's like the new letter guy. Oh, really? Wait till you see it. You'll understand. Yeah, anyway, I can't number wait. Two. I'll, I'll go and see it when we leave here. Number two. Yes. Gorillas burp when they're happy. Really? Must be true. Must be true because it's on Frozen. It's, oh, I've said it. Right. Or maybe the moose. What's the moose name? I forget. Um, but he doesn't talk actually. Do, do they actually have? Um, do they actually have gorillas in that world? No, it's just that's brought a, that's up. A, that's the Disney. But it's just brought up. There were no turtles. There were no gorillas. None were harmed. Oh, it was all just brought up. All right. Yeah, it was just for some reason. I can't really remember. But I made notes. I thought this is content. Oh, did you? Nice. Robbie would like to know this. I'd love to. Yeah, and, this is excellent. And, and third one we've already talked about. Yeah. Wombats have square-shaped poo. That was on there. That was on there. I was like, they've been listening to our podcast. Wow. Disney. Because remember they did a, we, we talked about how it's made. Yes, yeah, by their um, their 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 wiggly colons, isn't it? Something muscular colon. Muscular colon. Should we be claiming some royalties or something? Like I, I think I think it'd be worth. Well, maybe send him a book. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, they don't maybe, a book. maybe send Kristen Bell a book send him and say, a, "Hey, send him our bank a, account a details." Cease, a cease and desist letter. <laughs> say, "Hey, look, yeah, if you guys are going to get that from us, we'll get Ron. Ron on it. Ron. Ron. From, Ron. Yeah, Ron. 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 Wish your name. No, not Ron Burgundy. Not Ron Burgundy. Not no. not Ron Slocum. No, no, Ron, no. Ron, the guy, the little hat at yeah. the Cat Lovers show. Not, um, He's good with a cease and desist letter. Wasn't Ron also the uh, one of the guy, um, the guy that made uh, a, a pro- provocative adult films? Yeah, <laughs> no idea what you're no, talking no about. No idea what I'm talking about. What no. a provocative? Provocative, Ron. Um, uh, provocative. Oh, what you mean, like a documentary that's really you know hard hitting about oh, know, Germany probably, and the war did. or something? I was going to say something, something about him doing hard hitting, but um, but my kids might listen to this, so I'm probably going to have to leave it. Right. Yeah, yeah, so let's move, move on. on. Yeah, move on. Move on. So. What there you go, mate. Frozen, Frozen 2, two. Very it's good. educational. So you need to learn. If there's any more in there, listeners, let us know. But that were the three I picked up. Excellent. Do you know what else is educational? Elsa. I was, Elsa might be educational. Um, I don't know. I always thought that Anna was better. Elsa Elsa always seemed, especially in the first one, does, does Elsa um, sort of make up for the fact that she seemed like a pretentious prat in the first one? Oh, I don't want to give any spoilers, mate. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. no, it's spo- no, it's, oh, she's it's still good. It's good. Kids love it. It's oh, great. of course, kids, kids love it. It's good, yeah. mate. It's good. Better, better than the Lion King remake. The remake, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one, the one with the dodgy, uh, oh. yeah, the, the dodgy mouths. Oh, yeah, and yeah, a bit like the cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, were there any wedding rings in the uh, in the Lion King that I missed? Yeah, don't know. Yeah, not sure. Um, anyway, so, so educational. Um, uh, I had um, yeah, we, we've spoken before about the uh, the fact that we're renting and and um, hello to the landlord if you're listening. Um, uh, we've got the cats in the laundry uh, where it's where there's a cavity slider. And what does that mean? The cavity slider is the doors that that slide. A oh, sliding sl- door. Sliding door, but into a cavity. Why you know? do you have to use such big t- big words, mate? Because I'm renovating, and all I'm hearing about is <laughs> cavity, just cavity. Right. Cavity that sliders. Would, that would make I, sense. Sorry, I just realised I probably should, shouldn't have said cavity slider after talking about all the other dodgy stuff. That's probably probably you know sort of low low, low hanging fruit. You know, <laughs> wasn't going to say yeah, anything, wait, mate. You didn't even didn't even take it. Well, there. I asked you to define it. So, yes. So yes. there you go. Please so, do. So, so a wall, a, a, a sliding door, a sliding door. That goes into um, uh, and so the cats Parker in particular has worked out how to open up said sliding door. Yep. Um, so we tried to put stuff in front of it. He still got through three thirty in the morning. I was like, oh yeah, okay. So I was talking to it about with one of our clients, and um, so we got a um a door stopper and sort of put the door stopper under the door, yeah, jammed it in, in yeah, order to try it. and jam it in. Yep. And uh, the the client, he used to be a woodwork teacher, and he said, "Look, if you've got a sliding door and he's trying to take it out, he's, he's sliding out from where you put it under the door. You put it in the wrong spot. 
You got to jam mm. it, but yeah, up the back behind the wall in the direction that the door's going to go. Simple it, physics, mate. It's his simple physics, simple Lewis. Simple physics for your cavity slider. Cavity slider, you and jam a wedge in there. Jam, so the wedge has been jammed in there. In the cavity. In the cavity. Yes, yet so we've jammed the wedge into the cavity, and now Parker can't get can't out. Solved, mate. Problem solved. Love so there it. you go. So for any of the other listeners out there who also have a, a a cavity sliding problem, just jam a wedge in it and it'll be fine. If you've got a pet that's opening your cavity slider. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If your pet is opening your cavity slider, just jam a wedge in there and that'll sort him out. That'll sort it out. That's good. Thanks, mate. That's a little tip. You're welcome. Robbie's tip for the week. T- t- tip, tips for young players, tips Lewis. Young. Now, I had an awesome... Yes. Uh, uh, listen to this. This uh, this will blow your mind. Mate. Oh, I can't <coughs> wait. More than Frozen. Yes. More than uh, elephants being related to the rock hyrax. Yes. This will blow your mind. So I had a client come in the other day, almost last concert for the day. I think it was a walk-in. Yep. Uh, so finish at seven. I'm pretty sure they came in at seven thirty, and uh, <coughs> and the the notes on the on the uh, on the file and the history is you know, before I got them in was uh, kitten fell from the twentieth story apartment. Wow. Okay. So I was like, oh my goodness. That's is, a uh, profound drop. Th- this is this is not good. So, so you know, got them in, you know, had chat to them, and uh, you know, English wasn't their first language. Yep. But, you know, we managed to work out with some discussions. Yep. So Did you sell them a book? Two. Two, Two. books? Oh, I went, went home with a box. A box of? A box of books to reach the 20th story. So <laughs> when the kitten jumps next time, it lands on the no, box. The 19th. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nice exactly. So... I said, oh, 20 story, that's incredible. You know, how did it, how, what, what sort of happened? So they said, oh, well, you know, we, we've got, what, a balcony there. The kitten goes out on the balcony. It was like a 12, 13-week-old kitten. Yep. Goes out on the balcony and we've got the tiniest little gap there and he's poked his head through and he's managed to get, get out and, and get through this gap and jump off the balcony. I've gone, you're kidding me, he's jumped from the 20th floor. They've gone, no, no, no. So he, he's jumped from the 20th floor. Well, on the seventeenth floor, there was a window washer on his platform on the oh, window washer. Get out! So I was thinking, okay, right. So it's obviously jumped, you know, jumped from the twenty-fourth. And they said, yeah. And he's looked up, and just as the cat's leaped, he's reached out and caught the kitten on the seventeenth floor on his platform. Holy crap! How was that? I've just gone. You've got to be. I was imagining it gone splat on the platform. Yeah. But no, it must have been here in the meow meow, and then meow. I'm coming. <laughs> meow. Oh, crap. <laughs> Wow. And he's caught it. Gee, and kitten was fine. Did an x-ray, checked the diaphragm was okay. I thought that's a high-velocity land, I reckon, yeah. right there. Hey, the guy might have had soft hands. He might have been a cricketer. Oh, might have been I'm, a slips fielder. I'm tipping he was a cricketer or, you know, a, a catcher like in the baseball, mate. Yeah. Uh, you know, like yourself. My goodness. Yeah. Hey, we're going to find out who that window washer is and send him a sticker because that is that, that is that is an incredible story, I, Lewis. I could not believe it. And then he's obviously he's lowered down, stayed with the duty manager down on the, on the ground floor, the concierge or whatever yep. for the day. Come picked up and just said, yeah, the kitten's been annoying all day. <laughs> it's been fine. It's annoying all day. And it they, ke- keeps jumping off the desk. <laughs> yeah, it's a, this is catch nothing. Me. Catch me. This is nothing. Yeah. Yeah, catch me. Give me some real height. So that's a real confidence thing. You know when you go those like uh, those those team building things where you got to fall backwards and you're oh, caught yes. falling off? Kitten's gone, catch me. Yeah. Wow. Gee whiz. That is, um, that is more impressive than any firefighter ever collecting a cat out of a tree. Mm. That is more impressive than any plumber getting a cat out of a drain. Or a wedge in a cavity slider. A wedge, wedge in a cavity slider is pretty impressive, pretty mate. Cool, I've, yeah, I've, I've been, been getting a good night's sleep now because of my wedgy cavity slider. <laughs> I must admit, mate, yeah. No, so they're sleeping well tonight because their kitten's back in the house and they've patched up the hole. they patched up the hole and not let him out on the... Uh, unless he's got a parachute. If you, if you were a window washer, it'd be the last thing you expect to come flying down. <laughs> 
wouldn't it? I mean, you sort of think about window washers, yet they come to a window, what yep. they, what's going on? They might see things that are a bit yeah. untoward happening in the room, yes, you know, yeah. whatever it might be. Brett Lee doing some yoga. You know, there's an ad going on now. Brett Lee gets Google to open up the blinds and he's there and he's oh, in his negligee, you know. Maybe maybe a seagull. Negligee. Yeah, maybe you get a seagull, you know, do a big poo on your head or something like that. Or, or the seagull flies into the window because you've cleaned it so well that the seagull just think it's, you know, meeting its mate. Possibly. Know, or they come down the window and there's someone, you know, jamming the wedge into the cavity slider. Into the cavity slider. Yeah, that would be awkward, mate. In, in the window? Oh, yeah, with be. your negligee on. Or, or de- de- that de- would be difficult, mate, if de- that was you doing that. Oh, it de- depends on what sort of pre- uh, precautions you've taken while you're trying to wedge the wedge in, I guess. Yeah. With, into the cavity slider. With Ron. <laughs> your mate Ron. <laughs> with a little hat on. And Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh mate. dear mate 12 dear minutes mate. of just waffle 12 minutes There we go Pat, Keep it tight <laughs> Keep right. it tight So if the kitten was going to Be worried again About going on the balcony What could it have mate uh, Well I, I guess maybe It could just uh, Just hard line Some zilkeen And then calm itself down And then think that No I'm not actually Going to jump off Or yeah, then it could you know, if it was a bit worried about the balcony now, thinking, oh, I might fall off there. It could, yeah, it could hardline some zilkeen. Exactly, it could just sort mate. of take take good three capsules of that on its mixed in with its uh, with its food, or maybe just one because that's what you're supposed to take. And then, uh, yeah, be nice and calm and relaxed going back out on the balcony. Really good for those mild anxieties, mate, like jumping from the twentieth floor. Um, how how many capsules do you reckon the uh, the window cleaner would need in order to try and? Because <laughs> he might, he might have shell shock. The guy might have a cat allergy, Lewis. Oh. Imagine that. Imagine if now that guy's off work because he's got a cat allergy. So he saves a cat and now he's got now he's got ringworm oh. he might end up with a zoonosis like you well imagine he's caught the cat and then allergy he sneezed and dropped it again <laughs> not 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 oh, the hero no. then oh, no. and then the guy yes. on the 15th floor below caught it yes just yeah. like uh, on his balcony it just opened up the cavity slider and then the kitten <laughs> fell in oh mate gold so zilkeen really appreciate zilkeen's your support. great thank you zilkeen big support of the podcast but the other thing is what could what could the kitten have so it would made it make it a lot bigger and grow a lot quicker and really grow really well so it wouldn't fit through the hole anymore. Uh, maybe some delicate f- maybe some delicate care food. Really good food, mate. Yeah. J- uh, re- really plump it up a little Astra- bit. Australian made? Yes. Um, well, except for the kangaroo in it, might make it decide that it can try and hop over the balcony. Oh, yeah. That, that'd be no good. Ha- yeah, oh, jeez, I, 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 I let... Didn't leave you. Ha- you yeah, you've always got to have the kangaroo never, sound. Never, there you go. Yeah, it's the only one I've never had lately. Um, Australian made. It's uh, made by a set formula by a... Uh, a a nutrition professor out of Murdoch University oh, that's right. over in Western do. Australia. <laughs> Sorry, mate, that was meant to be good. Wow. Yeah, wow. Um, the, the the number one exported food um into Asia. You know, it's uh It's amazing, isn't it? Is that the old Wide World of Thoughts thing? Thoughts. Wide, Wide World, World of Thoughts. <laughs> the Wide World of Thoughts. No, it was exported to Asia, I'm saying, you know, you're building oh. it up, it's an amazing right. product, fantastic. Uh, welcome back to the MCG <laughs> for day three of the Boxing Day Test. Uh, Australia is resuming at, uh, uh, Marcus Labuschagne's just made another century, and I'll pass you over to Tony Gregg. Mate, you, Tony no, Gregg no I can't, we'll never ah, play, mate. All our two, overseas two listeners, overseas, overseas listeners, got no idea what you're no talking idea, about. No idea, no idea. No at all. So, thank you very much, Delicate Care. Delicate Care. Yes. You know, we, two for twenty-two for delicate care. What sort of foods they got, mate? Ah, they've got great foods. They've got uh, they've got ones for dogs. <laughs> they've got whoa. Uh, they've got no they've got, way. Oh, duck and cat. Duck. <laughs> I just turned the mic off. <laughs> right on the word duck. <laughs> it's like now, now they need to beep it. When they get it wrong. Uh, uh, they've got uh, they've got a dental diet. They've got an arthritis diet. They've got a weight loss diet. And it's made from. 
What was that? It's a duck. Oh, a duck. Are yeah. we talking cricket again now? <laughs> no, that's a duck made from ducks. It's made from ducks. Which part of ducks? Anyway, I the don't tasty know. part. I don't know. <laughs> All right, move the on. healthy part. The healthy the good part bits. of ducks. The bits. The good bits. The good bits. Just the good bits. Just the good bits. Only yeah. the good bits for delicate care. Delicate care. Thank you very much. Great food. Talk to your vet. Exactly. About and Patreon. Delicate care. Patreons. Really appreciate you guys. You're, Absolutely. You're the intimate. I say intimate every time. Do Not you? every time. Not every time. And you seem to think that's an issue. You say intimate in your mind. Well, they are the intimate, the ones that know us, mate. The ones that are, that are there when we're putting the wedge in the cavity slider, they're the intimate listeners. They're the ones. They, they know the issues we face do you know what the, and how to solve them. Do you know what our Patreon subscribers are like to me? They're like I've just a, like I'm a kitten. I've jumped off the twentieth story, and they're a window washer that grabs me <gasps> on the seventeenth floor. That's what our Patreon subscribers are to me. <laughs> <laughs> that one just that's just playing on its own. <laughs> That's oh terrible. Oh, my goodness. That's terrible. How did yeah, that, uh, that one? That, that's, that's might evil. as well just put it on random, that's, mate. I'll just knock know? that. <laughs> we do love our Patreon We stores. do love our Patreon subscribers. And if, you, if you'd if you like to catch Lewis and I like a, a, a valiant window washer on the 17th floor, like we're a, um, a kitten that hasn't plumped ourselves up on delicate care enough, go to patreon.com, search for Two Vets Talk Pets, and sign up for as little as $2 a month. You can get yourself some sweet swag like a sticker. A sticker. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Might be ten dollars a month. I'm not sure. No, anyway. no, two dollars a month would be alright. Is it? Yeah. Doesn't say it on there, but we will. We'll, we'll be, send you one. Anyone who signs up, anyone that signs up, particularly if you're a, a, a cat catching window washer, but not if it's fifty cents because there's no. That's not a, allowed. It's gonna be two dollars a month. No, no, no. You can subscribe for fifty cents a week. Yes, because that's, that's what we're worth. That's what we're worth. Yes, that's it. <laughs> fifty cents for this gold for seventeen minutes talking about cavity of sliders. Gold of gold. Yes, it is. yeah. All right. Do what do you got? What, anything this week? And then you news. What, do you know what else is gold? No. Talking about kittens. Right. Um. Found a uh, found an article on the Huffington Post. Um. Written by Kelsey Borenson. This is in the relationship section here, Lewis. Right. It's in the relationship oh, one. What were you doing in there, mate? I was just trying to get some tips, mate. You try, try to work try. out how to work the cavity slider? Yeah, get a wedge in there. <laughs> in English, eh? Just just Robbie, don't, don't give secrets. Like Christine is listening. Groom who didn't want a pet surprises cat-loving bride with a kitten. Oh, 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 look at this. I can this see way. why you... Oh, oh, is that a stock photo? That's this. not... Is that them? Is, no. that, is that a kitten in his hand? We're only going to call it a kitten, but yes, it is a kitten. Look at this. Look if at she that hugs kitten. that too close, she's going to have some ringworm in some it's unfortunate some, it's, 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 photo uh, spots. Unfortunate spots, yes. yes. So um, don't cuddle it. One great so now. This is one thing I hate with journalism when people try and use sort of animal-based puns if, if they're not clever. Unlike um, ourselves that just use silly jokes. Gold, yeah, yeah. like cavity slides. Double entendres, um, or, or triple entendres sometimes. Triple entendre with a pike twist, and that's when we're talking fishy puns. Um, one groom proved his love for his uh, is forever. When he surprised his bride with a kitten on their wedding day. Wow. Bride Kaylee Schmidt Metheny was excited hey, to move. Schmidt Metheny. Schmidt Metheny. Schmidt. 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 Yes. Where's this from? I think it, this would be from da, the States. Is it a German? Schmidt? No. Schmidt No, Metheny. it's in the States. It's in right, the States. Right, Yep, yep, because um, she, when she moved in with her husband, Orion Metheny, after their October 19th nuptials in Bridgeport, West Virginia. So there so you go, so we're in the States. Her first name's Schmidt. No, Kaylee. Kaylee Schmidt. Kaylee Schmidt. So she's, but she's already got his last name. Yes, Schmidt Merini. Schmidt Metheny. Metheny. Yes, Metheny is, but they're already Metheny married. Schmidt. 
Yes. Right. They, they, there's no hyphen there either. Why have they put a middle name in there? Why can't she because be just... Because it's, it's a Schmidt middle name. <laughs> Schmick as, mate. No. She's Schmick. She's got a Schmick, for, for the, a Schmick name. I thought it was I thought it was Schmidt. Schmidt. No, it's Schmidt. I thought it was a Schmidt. Schmidt. Does this German. Schmidt. Ah, oh, da. Das. Yeah, das. anyway. Yes, we anyway, digress. Um, Orion likes animals and he'd grown up on farms around horses and chickens, the bride told HuffPost. Even though we talked about having a farm without the animals of our own one day, he was hesitant to have indoor pets now home. I, on the other hand, have always had indoor cats at home. Now look at this pictorial thing. Here she is. She's standing back. She's got the train flowing. Taps her on the shoulder. Oh, my oh. goodness. But you can't see what he's holding, so you don't know what it might be. Is it a ring? Oh, it might be a ring. It, it might be Surely they've already done that, seeing as they're already dressed for a it, wedding. It, 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 it might be that he doesn't actually have anything on the front. You can only see, you know, clothes from the... might be a ring, a ring stashed somewhere. Maybe a, maybe a, maybe a wedge. You think he's lifted, lifted the negligee, mate? Hey, possibly, possibly. <laughs> uh, but then, look, here's a little kitten. Oh, you know, he's done all right. Oh, look at that. You know, okay. she's got a cute little kitten. Yes. Little tortoiseshell called Chloe. She is, mm, Lewis. Look at bit, that. Its eyes are a bit close. Since the wedding... Cat, cat flu? Brachycephalic. Yeah, it's a little, little bit, little bit puffy yeah, there. Bit cat you know? flu. Is it, is it sneezing? It's got a big collar on there too, and it's going to be. A, it's what does it, it say? Uh, it says Chloe. Oh, so what's the cat's name? Chloe Schmidt. Chloe Schmidt. <laughs> Chloe. Chloe Big Schmidt. Yes. Um, since the wedding, Chloe has settled nicely into the couple's home. She's grown a lot and has really come out of her shell. Schmidt Metheny said. She's so hyper and playful all the time. She's very friendly and does well when visitors come over and want to play with her. Oh, look at that. Turns out the groom has had a change of heart when it comes to indoor pets. He's totally enamored with the kitty. Orion loves Chloe Schmidt-Methany, he said. He often gets her all excited when they play and she ends up running around the house with her toys. Chloe is definitely more playful with Orion and more cuddly with me. Oh, look at that. Look at those dilated pupils and those ears pinned back while she's lying on her back there Whether she's got the kangaroo legs going. Being rescued. She's loving that. Yeah, she's loving it. Oh, dilated pupils. Dilated pupils. Loving it. So, but here he is walking up. Up, ready for the thing? Yo, some more, some more cute. Oh my oh, goodness! The hand over the mouth, you shock me, horror. Brought me home. She's about to sneeze because then she's realised she's allergic to cats. <laughs> you know. Oh, look at that! Yeah, little, oh. little on the shoulder shot. You know. Claws um, getting into the wedding dress, I, shredding it. No, it'd be good. Yeah. Chasing the train. Oh, look at the one chasing the train down the down the chasing the train tra- yeah. down the down the aisle of the church there. Just, just scratching, <laughs> scratching straight down there. <laughs> 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 Get off! So anyway, he's so trying to shake so, it off his legs. So Orion's done well, you know. Kitty, Orion, kitty cat. Is you know? that his or her name? That's that's his name. Orion Schmidt. She's she's Kaylee. Kaylee and Orion. Orion. Yep. Oh, yeah, well, he's, isn't he's that sweet? A, it's very sweet. I mean, look, that's a what a winner, you know. Yeah. I mean, that guy, you know. I mean, well, they're already getting married. That's a pretty win-win. I mean, but then you a, bring a kitten into look, it. He's, it to, to be honest, he's already on a winner. Yes, you know. But then she's already said yes. She's you already know, said you know, yes. There's not that more buttering up required. But uh, I mean, he, do, do you think he's gone too early on this, Lewis? Maybe. Do you think, do you think he's played the trump card too early? It's he's a gone, first anniversary gift, mate. I think oh, probably. You think so? Yeah, I think yes. he has a year too early. Or wait until they've had a fight and then pull out the kitten out of your pocket. Out of your pocket. I was saving this from the wedding three years. Later. <laughs> <laughs> three years later, this is Chloe. Skinny Chloe's little tortoiseshell, you know. <laughs> Chloe's now three. <laughs> I've been hanging at this when we have a fight. Yeah, and and here it is. Yeah, because you know? yeah. she's never you're not going to be more happy I, than I, your I wedding wonder, day. I wonder what that meowing sound's been coming from for your pocket for twelve months, Orion. Where's he kept it though? Who's been hanging on to it? 
Uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, they're in a field. Maybe he's just found in the field and p- p- it's just a feral just kitten. Stuck and he's gone, here, have this. Do you, take this. Do you mean to say that you think that the collar was actually going to be the ring that he was going to give her and he's happened to walk across a tortoiseshell kitten and said, oh, what are the chances of this? Quickly bang it on there. Here you go, darling. Here's the kitten you've always wanted. Now let's get married. Well, may- maybe he made a mistake saying her name in the vows and called her Chloe. And he thought, how am I going to make up for this? I know. I'll get that kitten there. Little collar. Bang. This is why I called you Chloe because I had my mind on other things. Do you think he's also got a tattoo of a previous girlfriend <laughs> called Chloe? Right? Just on the small of his back. And she hasn't seen and it because they're not married it, yet. Because they're not married no, yet. that's right. right? They and have so not this, been so living the, together. So, so this was going to be the, her little pet name. And then he's happened to find a pet. He's got oh. Uh, I actually got this tattoo of Chloe on my back when I was 19. Big tramp stamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Chloe. Chloe. <laughs> I got a tattoo and a kitten at the same time. That's gold, mate. I reckon that's it. We've, we've unlocked I, it. I reckon it is, yeah. We've super sleuthed out Huffington Post. Scroll down, mate. Scroll There'll be down. one with him in his, uh, you know, with his pants down showing his tattoo Show, that he got. Showing his tattoo, At yeah. the same time as getting the cat. <laughs> Just a couple little paw prints there as be well. It'd be awkward if she said, I don't like the name Chloe. Yeah, yeah. He'd have to change it. <laughs> that's good, mate. That's good. There you article. go. All right, so, fantastic. So that's, so, so that's all right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's no, you know, Fox Experiment, you know, article from last <laughs> week. But, you know, that's that, that's put a smile on your face. It's made me very at, happy. Look at Kaylee. She's so happy. She's, you, one could say she's schmitten. <laughs> schmitten with the kitten? Schmitten. She's, she's schmitten kitten. Yeah, Mrs. Schmitten. It's, it's, it's schmitten. Schmitten kitten. Schmitten, there we schmitten. go. Now, the Mrs. other Schmitten, thing, Schmitt. The other thing I wanted to talk about, talking about uh, you know, miraculous recoveries, yeah. like what we're going to do with this segue of trying to bring this podcast back into some sort of semblance. Of, we don't need segways, We don't mate. need segways. No, no, we, no. we just move around um, as we feel. I wanted to tell right. you about a story about a little dog that I met a few months ago called Max. Yep. Right, little Max. He's a uh, nine, nine and a half year old little oodly dog. All names have been changed. Uh, yes, his name is actually Maximilian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, That's no, different. no, I've got permission from his owners to talk about right. him on the podcast. Yep. So, um, uh, Maxi presented to us because he was a bit unwell. He wasn't eating well. He'd vomited it a bit. He came in. Took some x-rays, couldn't really see all that much. Treat him with some medication. He started eating. Then he started not eating again, started getting sick again. Um, I saw him after he'd been crook for a few days. Um, and we'd run some blood tests and his white blood cells were up really high. Yep. And I go, look, he's up. White blood cells are high. I'm worried there's something going on. Um, I think we need to get him in and have another look at him. So the owners brought him in and um, and Maxie was crook. Like he was a, he was a sick little dog. Yeah, right. Um, so took his temperature. Temperature was really, really high. Felt his tummy. His tummy was quite painful, and I thought, "Look, I'm really worried that something's not not good here." Um, so I ran him out and popped the ultrasound on his tummy, and he had fluid, free fluid in his abdomen. So oh, I thought you were saying you crushed him with the weight of the ultrasound. No, no, no I'm very you put gentle. Put the probe on. I put the probe yeah, on. So yeah, yeah. not the whole. We've got machine. a very light ultrasound anyway. Now we don't have one of these big, uh, big dextery things. It's a nice roll it into the room. Oh no, we could do. We could just carry it. You know, it's like a little laptopy oh, thing, mate. It's mate, fantastic. It's dynamite. That's awesome. Um, um, so, so uh, did a quick ultrasound on Maxie's tummy and and realised now look he's got he's got um, fluid there. Did a little mm. fluid tap, had a look at it under the microscope. Bucket loads of 
white blood cells, bacteria. So little Maxie's got a septic peritonitis. So yeah, that's so a really bad infection, really, sort of around the intestines and stuff inside in, the abdomen, in the, the cavity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so all of these abdominal organs were basically just floating in pus. Wow, which is not great no, for poor little Maxie. It's not so, like, not conducive for life. Often. No, no, no. So, um, so did a bit more of an ultrasound, and I found um a tumor that was attached to his small intestine. Oh, so, dear. um, so said to the owners. Look, I think that what he's had is, or what I suspect, is that this tumour has probably ruptured and that has then led to him, the bacteria from his bowel getting into his abdomen and that has caused him to have a septic peritonitis. Wow. Um, oh, so Maxie. I said, look, his prognosis realistically is going to be pretty guarded at this point. Um, we're going to, at the least, have to go in and do surgery and see can we actually resect it and even if we can then we're going to have to deal with the fact that he's got infection here. Um, and they said, no, look, we, we, we love little Max. He's, he's a fighter. We think we can try and uh, we think he can pull through, go in and do the surgery. So we went in and did surgery. And so what we found was that he had this tumor that was actually attached to his abdominal wall because of the, all the inflammation and also the omentum, which is like the big protective curtain that's in the, that's in the abdomen, abdominal cavity. But obviously as soon as you cut in, Literally just, just you know, fluidy pus just wow. pouring out of there. Oh. Um, where the tumour was, and so this is for all you anatomy buffs out there, was at the end of the duodenum, right at the point where the duodenum is directly attached to the ileocecal valve. So the duodenum is the first part of your small intestine. Yep. Your ileum is the end part of your small intestine. The ileocecal valve is the doorway from your small intestine to your large intestine. And there's a little valve there to try and stop bugs from going up the wrong way. Mm. This tumour happened to be directly attached to the duodenum, but also attached to this ileocecal valve. Wow. So there was no resecting it out without taking out the ileocecal valve. So I had to take out the back, the, the part of the small intestine that had the tumour in it yep. and stitch that back together. Yep. I then had to take out the, the ileocecal valve, so then take the ileum and stitch that to the colon. It was also really close to the end part of his pancreas. I had to do a partial pancreatectomy, Ooh, so remove the end part mate. of his pancreas. Super vest. Flush out his abdomen put in a, a big drain into his abdomen to try and drain the pus out. And then little Maxie, I, so we sent him off to the emergency centre yeah. and he was there for, for a day, just being being monitored overnight. Yeah. Came back in the next day, started eating, started nice. feeling a bit better. We pulled the drain after eight days because he's starting to eat really well. He wasn't producing any fluid. Um, all of a sudden... Maxie's running around feeling great, you know. Well done, so, mate. So we, so we saved him from the septic peritonitis, send the lump off. The lump then came back as a lymphoma. Oof. So he's now off having chemotherapy right. to try and help to try and, you know, prevent that cancer from because lymphoma as um listeners will remember from when we spoke to uh to laura broccoli the oncologist um that it's a because it's a cancer of the white blood cells it kind of has a uh you know access all areas Mm. pass so he's having so he's on chemo to try and help to treat but yeah little maxi the wonder dog somehow he's managed to fight off you know a a ruptured uh intestinal tumor septic peritonitis um and have two intestinal surgeries and a partial pancreatectomy 
just Maxi the Wonder Dog, just that's just amazing. beggars belief. Well yeah, yeah. done, mate. That's 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 really impressive. That's uh, listeners. That is a a major surgery number one that Robbie's done, um, and number two, it's a major infection that Maxie had. So to get through that, that's that's impressive work, mate. Well done. Insane, yeah, insane. It's well a, done. It's by far the the best. Uh, you know, the, the the best outcome that you could have hoped for. Oh, yeah. You know, but also, you know, just um, you know, right up there with the those things where you go, you know, when you're having a down day and you go, oh, hang on, I can, you know, I can, I can rock that. You know, yeah. it's a, you know, the good good things can still, you know, can still happen even you know in bad situations. So, big, so there you go, big big, big pat on the back for big you. Big shout there, out mate. to Maxie the and, Mac- and the listeners are. Uh, Hey! In appreciation. Thank too. you very oh, much. Maxie's um, in appreciation. Oh, absolutely. And so, um, so I'll keep everyone up to date with how little Maxie's going while he's getting his chemo as Fantastic. well. Fantastic. So we will. That's a really long drum roll. Wait to hear. Was that just how drum, he's going? Drum roll with oh, drum roll with no, but there's no. There's no tss at the end. No tss at the end. I was waiting for. Tss. Oh, is that this one? That's it. That yeah, you wanted yeah, that yeah. one. So you want me to do this one, and then and then. No, nice. nice. seamless, mate. Very good, very yeah, good. All right. uh, disclaimer time. All advice on this show is general in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. Do our best to provide the most up-to-date information as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing. Please let us know if we missed anything or if you need any clarification. Um, I just want to chuck in another little uh, another little bit on here as well. So we're going to talk about hot spots. So you've seen a few hot spots, and that's something that we see this time of the year. But also, I wanted to talk about smoke and dogs yes. and pets yes. at the moment. For well, all let's the, talk about that instead. So, so we've got all the smoky, smoky haze here yes. around in Melbourne. And if we've got time, we'll talk about hot spots. But um, uh, no, no, we won't talk about hot spots. We'll leave the hot spots. Let's talk well, about smoke. smoke. So smoke is a big issue at the moment, isn't big it? Big issue at the moment because here in Australia, um, as a lot of our listeners will know, um, Australia is on fire. Um, um, you know, there's been a lot of um, smoke that's been, um, you know, the air quality's been really, really bad in the major cities, Canberra, Sydney, uh, Melbourne. It's even getting across to New Zealand. Yes. Um, there's, uh, I was reading an article today that NASA reckons that the smoke is going to go around, all the way around the earth. And so that they're going to start getting the smoke from the eastern side on the western side of Australia. Wow. You know, there's that so, much of it so there. So technically we'll, we might have the smoke that we've got today. When this pod drops in a couple of weeks, yes. we're recording ahead of time. Yeah, we'll have the same smoke back again. It might come back again. It's yes. like Inception. It's it's like a it's like a pod within a pod. Yeah, it's like Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, well, not just the major cities, but also the regional centres. Regional is a big well, yeah. issue with pets. And smoke. Yeah. Isn't oh, well, it? so it's everywhere. Yeah. It's every, it was everywhere in, certainly in Victoria, New South Wales, is just, uh, just choked with smoke at the moment. So, um, People have been ringing up, like we had a few people ringing up today, wanting advice for what to do for their pets when uh, when it's smoky. And so, um, yeah, we had a little bit of a powwow and go, okay, right, well, what are we going to recommend for people? So, what is smoke? Smoke is, you know, is is crap stuff that's in the air. So, and crap stuff in the air is going to get into your lungs and get into your airway. So, what sort of animals are going to have problems with that? It's going to be animals with pre-existing airway disease or with heart disease. So yeah, um, well, I was reading an article and saying that the the particles of smoke that are in our air now are uh, that small. They're so minute that they actually go. Yep, they go into your lungs. They go into your airways. But that small actually go into the bloodstream as well. So yeah. they're that that tiny. They're smaller than a red blood cell. So, yeah. but you're right. It is it is those animals with pre existing conditions. Yes. that are going to be most affected by the smoke. So what sort of conditions are we talking about? So basically anything that has trouble breathing. So if you've got a dog or a cat that has 
uh, chronic airway disease, kennel cough, bronchitis, asthma, um, particularly that uh, we were talking about this last week with the dogs with uh, risks with flights, no-nose dogs, yes. pugs, boxes, bulldogs. If you've got a dog that is already struggling to try and breathe, they are going to be worse in these conditions. Yeah. So you need to take care. We've already we've had a few animals come in with with issues as well with breathing. So I had yeah. a had a uh, a bulldog come in the other day. Uh, the owner was uh, out of the, out of the suburb, came in and walked the dog on the beach on a twenty six degree day. Yep, you know, which it's too hot for a bulldog anyway. Yep. Middle of the day. But also the smoke, and the dog was really suffering. Yeah. He was really struggling. They only couldn't understand what was wrong with it. You know, the dog had a vomit. Yeah, it was really quite distressed. Uh, yeah, we we brought him. We said leave her in the in the waiting room where it's nice and cool. Yeah, and she subsequently took it back outside again because she said it needed to get air. It's like, well, no, it's actually cooler in here than out there. Yes, and we've still got oxygen here. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Yes, and and so yeah, certainly it, I reckon. And I've seen a couple of uh, cats with a few issues. Yes, as well, and and even even just a few. Uh, Dogs and cats that are sneezing a bit more mm. with with the smoke as well. So just all that particulate matter and yeah. crap that's up in the air. So you're going to get more reaction from the immune system because there are irritants there. And so if you've got more reaction, you're going to get narrowing. You're going to get inflammation. So if you're already dealing with a narrowed airway anyway, because you've got pre-existing disease or anatomical anomalies, then yeah, you're going to be in strife. Um, uh, heart disease dogs. I mean, they often puff and pant a lot anyway because they've often got. Uh, a, They've already got compromised uh, respiratory rates because they've often got uh, pulmonary edema. They've got a degree of fluid in their lungs. They are going to be dogs that are going to be at risk as well. So um, what sort of advice will you do you give people uh, at the moment, Lewis, for trying to help to keep their animals clear of the smoke? Well, the main thing I'm, I'm saying to owners is, is keep your pet inside. Yep. You, know, um, you know, there's a lot of talk. There's a bit of talk on the radio today, I think, uh, where there was some comments about if you can put your air conditioning on recycling right. from inside the house, so you're not taking air from outside, um, that's that's a good way to go about it. But then I'm not sure if that's actually possible. But then someone rang up and said, oh, if you've got a split system one, that is using recycled air from inside the house, so not taking air from outside. Exactly. Is, using the, is that right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I believe so because it's um, you don't you if you've got already refrigerated air and I'm, I'm trying to think I'm pretty sure that it's um, that it sucks it in I'm not 100% sure so I'm going to talk out <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it does I think yeah. I think the, the split system that, yeah, that I've seen they suck they suck the air from uh, you know from inside the room and yep. then recirculate around but I think the thing was the older units are like the box in the window you know yep. those sorts of ones they've got a setting on them where you can use air from outside and, and cool yep. it or you can recirculate there so if you've got an older system ah, I right. think that, that was what they were saying so certainly yeah, talking about uh, you know keeping those pets inside particularly yep. if you've got uh, you know like we said uh, animals with pre-existing conditions things like your birds potentially oh, are more yes. affected as well yep. because they've got uh, those very smaller airways and more likely to particular matter to affect those so if you hang your bird outside in the, mm. in the cage or whatever it is and perhaps keep them inside that's that's an important pet birds um and then then at, when you're out walking your brachycephalics i'm saying you know we normally say 25 degrees anything under that is yep. okay to walk them but perhaps we're lowering that even lower with the mm. smoke around we're getting closer to sort of 22 maybe even yeah. you know, lower than that uh, because not only the heat's affecting them, but also the smoke's affecting their breathing as well. So if you've got a brachycephalic dog, it really needs to be really cool outside for yeah. you to take them for walking out in the smoke and in the warm weather as well. 
And then when they are going outside, make sure you're changing their water over as well because they're going to be getting a lot of stuff in there. And I, I was just thinking when you're saying birds, fish as well. Probably yes. need to be changing um, changing the fish's water because they'll probably be absorbing stuff up in the um, in the water. So, you know, keep changing that over. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Potentially. We're not fish experts, are we? No. If no. you've got a rock hyrax. A, ro- a rock hyrax. rock hyrax or, you know. A- I think I saw them at a um, play at the Falls Festival back when I was a kid, the rock hyrax. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's rock lobster, mate. Oh, rock lobster. Rock lobster. Rock lobster. Yeah. Um, but if you've got a turtle, yes. it can breathe through its bum. So Very make good. sure both ends are free from smoke. And are there any issues with uh, with wombats uh, uh, pooing out square things in the smoke? I think it, I think they're still pooing out square things okay? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I don't Very think it's good. affecting... I'm just wondering if the turtle, if it breathes in smoke one end, yep. does the does it smoke rings come in the other end? Or what are we looking at here? You know, what, what sort of happens? Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be, be a good experiment. Trick. It'd be a good experiment, wouldn't it? We could try it. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's got a turtle... Just see what happens. Yeah, let us know. Just put a um, put a little cotton, you know, a little bit of cotton wool near its bum and see if it gets sucked in, and then some cotton wool near the outsides if it goes out. Right, or a cigarette. Well, and I don't do that. In and it comes out the other end. So you need to get a turtle with a little trachea tube. Oh yeah, we were talking about that earlier, yeah. weren't we? That's, that's, not, <laughs> um, that's not. So good. um, so yeah, be careful with your pets. Be smart with your pets. Don't exercise. Mate, I was um, uh, I did a um a run uh last the other weekend and was down at the beach. Yep. Um, uh, water uh, standing in the water for my legs as I'm going uh, leaving. Lady's got out with her um uh, her her active wear on. It's probably about sort of twenty two degrees already, right? Takes the French the French bulldog for a little jog along oh, the beach. A jog, and it's like, don't no, be so no. stupid, woman. Come uh, on, yeah. you know, come on. This is simple. Yeah. Your dog can't breathe at the best of times. Don't exercise it like that. And, and I think a big thing as well is a lot of the people in the fire areas. Yes, um, and their dog, uh, their pets have been acutely affected, yeah. like suddenly affected with a lot of smoke. Smoke inhalation is a problem. Like, yeah. like it's actually uh, known sort of condition. Mm. Not not. You know, you're in the city, you breathe in a bit extra smoke, that, that sort of mm. happens. But we're talking about, you know, if you're at the fire front or in the areas where there is a lot of smoke. Yeah, really dense smoke. really aware of your pet's breathing. Mm. And if they've got an elevated breathing rate, and perhaps mm. a good way to do it is you, you could do the uh, the sleeping respiratory rate that yep. we talk about. So if you're worried about your pet uh, in a cool environment, uh, inside the house when they're asleep, not dreaming. Yep. Uh, fast asleep, cool place, maybe, you know, hopefully not smoke around count their breathing rates so the rise and fall of the chest is one yeah rise and fall of the chest is two and so on and do it over a minute and if it's less than 30 pet's probably fine it's probably yep. not affected with smoke inhalation if it's routinely consistently you know over many goes 30 or more then you probably need to get to your vet and say hey look you know i think i need some help with my, my pet i'm worried we've got some smoke inhalation or some other issue yeah that, that's causing um, respiratory distress so um, and, and i was just thinking as well old dogs as well be careful with old dogs like if they were spoken previously about uh, laryngeal paralysis and things like that yes yeah those would be dogs that would really really yep. really struggle so um but they st- struggle in the heat as well so just and be smart i suppose overweight as well if your dog's overweight over- yes overweight old brachycephalic and it's a turtle yes and keep it inside yes yep yeah, but if it's a gorilla and a it's hiccuping, then it's fine. Burping. Burping, burping. Because it's happy. Happy burping happy. gorillas is fine. It's yeah. right. Exactly. Very good. And you know what else makes me happy, Lewis? When more Patreon supporters jump on board. Me because too. Because then it it makes me feel like I'm, you know, like, like I can jump off that 20, 20th floor balcony that I'm going to have someone there to catch me. So, wow. Because that's what the Patreon supporters are doing. Actually, it's interesting. Just bring That brings up something, the 20th floor. Yeah. Oh, I think there is a syndrome where... Cats that jump off balconies more than, I think it's seven floors or nine floors. So they get certain injuries 
when they get up to uh, seven or nine floors, I forget which one, it's like called high-rise syndrome. Yeah. But then when they get over nine floors, somehow they learn to glide or they catch the wind and they don't hurt themselves as much. Fantastic. And don't quote me on that. I think it's seven. I think it's nine floors. So if you hit, you fall from five floors, you probably kaput. Yeah, right. But if you fall from eight floors or ten floors... You learn to glide, and the cat survives. So, so it's like a um, you, know, you reach a terminal velocity. Yeah, or it's a sugar glider, just the it's flaps. Just, and I wonder then, Lewis, if that in the in the studies that you're talking about, yeah. I wonder whether or not they've then um seen because obviously the, the your more your more flabbier cats are probably going to have a bit more trouble. Y- your bingo wings on the yeah, on the, the, the triceps, the, the bingo wings. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I, think, I think they'd have some trouble, you know. Um, and obviously they're going to have a a faster terminal velocity because they've got a large mass. Uh, yeah, of course, going back to physics. You know, with some of the cavity yeah. sliders. You know, um, uh, the, uh, and I wonder then whether or not if you've got like, say, a, a, a sphinx or something like that or a Cornish Rex. Hairless. Hairless. Yeah. Whether or not you get straight, <laughs> straight through. Straight down. Straight like down. Like a bullet. Way too aerodynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no Whereas if you've got your big Persian, it's like, boo, like a cloud. Yes. Next week. We're going to talk about high-rise syndrome High-rise syndrome Yes, that's it. <laughs> There's my research for next week. Fantastic. But if you've got questions about cats... Jumping off and high survivabilities. Things. Yeah, or you've got an amazing story about a cat survive. Yes. Find us on two vets talk pets at gmail.com. People have got amazing stories out there of survival from your pets. Jump on and send it to us. We'd love to hear about your pet's amazing survival stories. Don't no, jump, jump on. No, like, like send us. Oh, was that was that, was that was that in poor taste? Was it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yes. sorry, poor yeah, yeah. kitten. Yeah. No, send us an email. Don't send us jump. an email. Don't jump on anything. Don't hop to it. No. Don't, right. don't, 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 don't jump over some sort of barrier to you know to get to it. Don't, don't do like that to get to don't us. Don't boing over. Just send it. us an email. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. 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 You can check us out. Two Vets Talk Pets. Yes. And Patreon. We're on Patreon as well. And I'm For losing sure. my voice. Excellent. That's probably it then. It is. We'll scratch you later. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.